This is Steal This Sermon 30, Guinea Lights. Decades ago, in an era before political correctness took hold, I learned that what most people call vigil lights in church were called guinea lights. In my New Jersey hometown, the majority group were the Italians, and the most devout parishioners were the Italian women. Although devout in all ways, their main activity was lighting of and praying in front of the small red bank of guinea lights, as they were named for them. Even at a young age, I was impressed by the purity and sincerity of their devotions. I found watching them much more holy than the droning of mass and the groaning of organ music. Many years later, my eldest daughter began playing a really rough game of competitive soccer. The roughness and the realistic danger of harm stemmed from her intense competitiveness. As a parent, I worried about her safety, even as I knew that her vigor was a manifestation of her core spirit and should not be discouraged. So I did what generations of Italian women did. I headed for the vigil lights in our church, whose rituals I had long ago abandoned as unspiritual. The beautiful thing about guinea lights is that you have to bring your own spirituality to them, not be an observer at someone else's vision of devotion. I know many people view guinea lights as the most tacky and crass form of religion, and it can be so. 50 cents gets you a candle, add a prayer for a result, and God will close the deal. And yet, and yet, seeing those women, I knew it was not a transaction. It was a slow transformation of the lighter of the candle. While I often pray about a specific cause, I do not pray or pay for a specific outcome. If you want to break the prayer, really a meditation into its simplest form, it would be, God, give me the guts to accept what may come to be. God, give them peace with whatever comes. It does not give me. The Aitai Mamas knew this. It is why they were so trance-like in their pleadings. They did not expect. They hoped. And they knew that a lot of times they would need guts to accept whatever was to come. My weakness was and is over-exuberance. So my first vigil lights decades ago simply started with a recognition of my smallness and of the largeness of life. I would start with, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Notice how many of these that will follow have the poetry of the music they came from. To temper my excessive nature and my tendency to see games as wars, let there be peace on earth. Let it begin with me. And Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hate, let me show your love. For it is in giving that we receive, and it is in forgiving that we are forgiven. Both are pretty good mantras, aren't they? Next would be a prayer for my daughter. May the Lord bless her and keep her. May the Lord let her light shine upon Rosie. May God look upon her kindly and be gracious unto her, and may she find her peace. This prayer in some form is in all my vigil lightings over decades. And then 
There's a recognition of the gifts that God has given to each player and the fans and the humanity of everyone on the pitch. Gifts of beauty we've been given so to brighten up our day. Take these gifts, treat them gently, sharing them will be our praise. A reminder that a well-played game can be a form of praise. And then I would finish with a prayer for all the players, not just mine. Keep all the children safe from harm. Give every last one of them shelter from the storm. Followed by, shepherd me, O God, beyond my wants, beyond my fears, from death to new life. Your will, not mine. Your will, not mine. That completed the cycle when I started my guinea light journey. It strengthened me, gave me balance, well, as much balance as I could tolerate. Reminded me of when I failed my better self, which is most of the time, and hopefully gave me the guts to do better. It also seemed to keep my Rosie safe, but who knows? Other than the Aitai Mamas, they know. Now there are children, born and unborn, who are the center of my candle rites. Some things are similar. Starting out with, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Then right on to my biggest worry, my unborn grandchild. May the Lord bless Buttercup and keep her. May the Lord shine her light upon Buttercup. May God look upon her kindly and be gracious unto Buttercup. And may she float in peace. On behalf of other born children, I pray for us to recognize God in them, that they are gifts of beauty we've been given so to brighten up our days. Take these gifts of these children and bless, treat them gently. Sharing with them will be our praise. In times of sickness or threat, I add, be not afraid. I go before you. For the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? Particularly good words in the time of COVID. Everyone has songs and phrases that resonate with them. Use those. As in meditation, find a picture that draws you into your spiritual core. The lighting of guinea lights is a time-honored method for doing so. The prayer is not purely for outcome, it is mainly for acceptance of God's will, for guts to hope, and ultimately accept what will be. I finish with a pondering, which I do upon major injury or before life-threatening surgeries. May the blessings be upon those who seek to repair his damaged body. May even greater blessings be upon those loved ones as they walk from this time of darkness and pain into a new life that is deeper and wiser. Your will, not mine. Amen. Hallelujah.